the thing about Yorkshire is uh, there was a huge population, you know, deaf in the 18th century. So, like, no one's actually descended from Yorkshire people because the only people who could survive mm. in uh, in Yorkshire in the 18th century were uh, Irish and Scottish people who were living in the area because they had a better immune system because they were from dirtier places. Yeah, it's sort of bred into you, isn't it, that um, survival instinct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, yeah, you, so. if you if you scrape around living on like rotten turnips for centuries, then yeah, you can live anywhere. Yeah. Like, uh, but maybe not in uh, somewhere really inhospitable. You know, like in the third world, no. wherever that is. But in the 18th century, Yorkshire was, you know, the third world. Yeah. Um, but Ireland and Scotland were as well, like and more fourth, so. Fourth yeah. world. Yeah, like uh, the bottom world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, null world. <laughs> yeah, all of that, like, rotten turnip eating is sort of gives you the sustenance to only do, uh, like, menial jobs as well. No. It's all, it's all just uh, just lifting up things and putting them down again. Where were the Brontes from again? Uh, Howarth. Right, so, like, um, yeah, so I've been there. Like, mm. uh, I, I remember it quite well, except the name of it. Yeah. Uh, which, what was it? Howarth. 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 Yeah. It's got a lot of uh, souvenir shops of the Brontes mm. because, like, uh, not much else ever happened there because, you know, everyone died pretty much, mm. including the Brontes, actually. Yeah. Uh, as everyone knows, you know, because, well, not everyone's read them as much as I have, but, no. like... Uh, like all the all the books, mm-hmm. but it's a great great place to visit if you like them. Like I definitely recommend it. Even though it was back in nineteen eighty seven, perhaps. Is it when quite I picturesque? That hilly, yeah. Uh, cobbles, cobbled streets. It's sort of like Stockport. Yeah, like Stockport, but there's no Primark. Um, But there is in Halifax, which isn't too far down the road if you wanted to go to Primark. Yeah. Could go on the way and on the way back. Yeah, I mean, that's it. There's not much to look at in in the Bronte village. Howarth. I mean, a lot of people going there would be pretending to know about the Brontes because they were there and they wanted to impress the kids. But Mm. my parents were quite, you know, well-read on on all the... Because we were actually from Yorkshire. You know, we're second-generation Yorkshire people, which is, like, you know, the highest amount of generations you can have in Yorkshire. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because all the the dying and all that. Which is sort of evidence with the Brontes, because their dad, Patrick Bronte, outlived all his daughters who were born born in Yorkshire. He he was Irish. And he was from Ireland. So that's all the evidence you need for that, really. Mm. It's not laudable, though, is it, to, to survive so long? I mean... There's uh, people always go on about like cockroaches and stuff, but they mm. they'll live forever, won't they? Yeah. So. Why? What have you got against them? Nothing. But no. you don't. They're not. They're not laudable, are they? Cockroaches. What does laudable mean? Like you wouldn't celebrate living beyond like a nuclear holocaust. You wouldn't celebrate a cockroach doing that. Or no. You wouldn't celebrate you doing that. Well, I wouldn't survive, would I? But no. But if you survived it, would you laud it? If I somehow survived it. And then it was just me and a cockroach. I wouldn't mm. go, well, at least I've got a cockroach. Right, so you wouldn't be kind of glad of it being there. Right, I see. Yeah. I mean, but I suppose I'd have a pet. So It's a laudable for the cockroach, isn't it? I don't know. Do they have sort of Lord. like value systems? 
Because the Irish don't. I think, like, um, if you're from a sort of place like where the Irish are from, mm. and, you know, we've both been there, like, unfortunately, mm. what you'd realise is that you'd rather be anywhere else. Yeah. Patrick Bronte carried that from uh, County Down into... <laughs> into where... where Howarth. Yeah, carried it from County Down into Howarth. Yeah. And was he was he well to do? Like was he well off? A very well off materially, but also um spiritually, I suppose. Yeah, was he like a priest or something? Yeah, he's, he he wrote poems, uh which is funny cuz my parents aren't writers, but I'm I'm I I've, you know, recently I've been like quite celebrated haven't i mm. right. it's been long coming as well hasn't it like yeah i mean I like, i've been it, working really hard yeah i thought it yeah. would have happened maybe five or six years ago but mm. as with most things people get onto like the gravy train not the gravy train the the wagon with uh the bandwagon the bandwagon that's mm. it and, that's uh, sort of the phrase is yeah but what what i'd kind of like i think what what one guy said that I think really, like, summarises me well mm. is that I'm able to kind of, like, take apart these kind of phrases like bandwagon mm. or, like, uh, you know, just all these, like, tried and tested, like, tried and tested mm. metaphors mm. and not use them. Yeah. Except when I'm talking. But I don't use them in writing and I don't use them in in anything I do apart from talking. Yeah. Well, that's... that's well, that, it's more considered, isn't it? You can You can draft all of that stuff out. But when you're talking, you tend to... You're not using the whole of your brain, are you? You're just trying to sort of thrust forward some sort of, like, filthy idea, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. Whereas writing, the uh, mm. the written word, mm. you know, that's why you look at, like, s- someone like the Brontes and um, they're, they're so celebrated even by people who've never read them. Yeah, it's disgusting, really. Yeah. yeah, I remember when I was in there, when I was when my mum and dad took me there, yeah, to their house and stuff, and went to the gift shop and everything. In Howarth. In Howarth, I, I got myself like a Heathcliff kind of action figure, mm. and you know, it was just like he was on a cartoon. Yeah, is it is that the one um, with the movable arms? Yeah, yeah, like uh, posable arms, you know, like you can move his actual elbows. Yeah, it's like hi- hypermobile, you can actually move them mm. backwards as well. But you, it, his knees don't move. No. They're like fixed. Leaden. Yeah, so like a Darth Vader. Yeah. Like from the old Star, could Star Wars you, Could you pivot his hips? No, no, no not like a He-Man. No. Uh, but you, he had a hat you could take on and off. That's all right. Uh, but his hair was sculpted and it wasn't... A wig, kind of a doll's wig. No, it's more like a Duplo man. But they managed to make it look quite greasy, which I think was good. You know, yeah, it captures, that's a, captures his essence. Yeah, yeah, the essence uh, like I've read about. Yeah, and uh, basically, like, yeah, and like he had, he had him in in several different outfits as yeah. well. And I got the the one after when he's when he's in sorrow, basically yeah. over his dead missus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like so. The, yeah, because the first one's that one where he's where he's got that sort of white sort of dress shirt on and he's coming out of the lake. Yeah, that, that, there's, there's that one, and then there's the sorrow one where he's 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 got the um, you can fill up the back of his head and make him cry. 
If only you could. But some some but people. Can. Yeah, you can. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, you've missed. That's why it's brought out a year or two later. No, that's why his head seems so greasy. Is because there was like water spilling out of his eyes onto his duplo hair. Right. Okay. I didn't you take advantage of that feature? No, no. Then? Maybe get it. Is it? Like, is it like mums? Well, I left it in its packaging. To be honest, because ah. like. Um, there's people on that Bronte forum that are, like, wanting to pay, like, 200 quid for that. Yeah, that news group. Uh, yeah, I don't post on there anymore since I've got really busy. Mm. Like, uh, you won't see me on there. Well, you got done, didn't you, for having that avatar of the Brontes with the skulls? I was reading... I was doing a reading marathon mm. of all the Bronte work, but in chronological order. Oh, yeah. But so I had the, to... what's the when, first one, then? Yeah... But yeah, so the um, the first ones are poems by um, Mr. Bent because they all had a pseudonym. Yes, yeah. um, is that in that little book? Yeah, yeah. The tiny books you can't read because they're no. so small and they've never been published. I don't yeah. think. Does it count then if, if no one can read it? Well, they could read it. Yeah. Why? Their dad couldn't read them. Oh, no, because he had old knackered Irish eyes, didn't he? Yeah, because from drinking, even though he's a priest and he shouldn't be drinking. Yeah. That's what that song's about, you know, when Irish eyes are smiling, it's because they're not smiling, they're squinting. You never see an Irish man with big eyes. No. And Irish men aren't cute. No. You know, because there's a thing saying that, like, cats are cute because they've got big eyes. Yeah. And there's a reason why Irish men aren't cute. Irish men are handsome. Yeah. I mean, some. But you don't see many handsome rats, do you? <laughs> but they do have small eyes. Mm. tasting but he was regarded as handsome wasn't he uh, yeah he was but unusual mm. uh striking yeah and you know he did very well but you know he was very good with uh, women actually and his uh when he got married and everything in the mm. sort of parish they moved him to like, what, what was their mum called catherine catherine yeah yeah uh, yeah and he catherine called him a saucy devil or something <laughs> like, so, uh, saucy pat <laughs> Like, that's actually true, that. Yeah. And uh, she said, like, oh, he likes a bit of rough, you know. Mm. Like, well, he did. He, he was always cricking his neck. That's why he had that neck brace on all the time. <laughs> He's always wearing, like, something around his neck because, like, um, he did actually fall over mm. because he had very bad eyesight. Mm. And in Ireland, there's always stuff to trip over, isn't there? Mm. Like, even if you're just walking in a field... Yeah, it's you know, like nettles and yeah. brambles and um, stuff like that. Because, it, yeah, I say fields, but we don't really have much in terms of fields. Well, at it's least not, not, until, you... not until they got, like, colonised. Yeah, over there it's sort of just like a, a gnarled sort of mm. tundra, isn't it? Well, yeah, you can find a picture of uh, Patrick Bronte's old house in yeah. uh, County Down yeah. and... Uh, there's not much to it. It's more like a kind of, like, a small cottage with, like, ten kids in. Mm. Like, if you've seen that film where where that guy is in Ireland yeah. and it's got loads of floods. Yeah. 
I mean, you don't even need to say anymore because that's every film in Ireland, isn't it? Mm. It's um, Angela's Eyes. Um, the Angler for Stone. Yeah. The Moss that has no brother. Tree Garden. Yeah, all them, all them. Yeah. All them daft films. Yeah. So yeah, Paddy got to uh, got to, got his new parish. He he had to go there, you know, like because no one else would. Mm. Because at that point, uh, you know, that place was overrun with like luddites. Yeah. Just like people just not wanting to work in the factories and do their job, basically. Yeah, people heaving typewriters over their head and smashing them down, over like snapping them on their head. Yeah, and like you know, just kind of like making instead of making yarn, mm. they were like kind of making cats' cradles and like yeah, uh, yeah, just, and just spider webs. Re- yeah, just stuff that has just completely impractical. Well, like and and purposefully so. Like yeah, I mean you you can you could wear. A cat's cradle as a jumper, but you wouldn't want to, would you? Not back then. No, no. It wasn't really an S and M scene, was there? So no, 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 no. Because they didn't really do anything like that. No one lived long enough to get bored. Well, they didn't try and dress it up as like a fetish. They just punched the wife in the face. Well, people didn't have time for fetishes, you no. know, or a time for that kind of artifice. No, really. Uh, people were actually just dying, especially in Howarth. That's right, isn't it? Howarth. Howarth. Yeah. Yeah. The, the the nickname for Howarth was like uh, at one point, you know, for about years. Grave water. Mm. And, and why was that? Well, literally because they were drinking dead bodies yeah like the rain was running over the uh, the graveyard at the top of a hill there was no sewer no so the water in Howarth was from a puddle mm. at the bottom of that hill mm. which was mixed in with like shite mm. and corpses did it smell but it was probably delicious because if you ever stand outside a butcher's that smells like divine isn't it so it's probably mm. a little bit like that could be more like kind of like a and a fizzy as well a turd fish mm. smell yeah yeah but you, you the the some of its parts are greater aren't they like mm. yeah because you've more they once have been in the grave and everything over summer mm. and they've been baking for a long yeah. time You're like kimchi um, or something yeah and it really brings out the kind of like uh the tannins mm. but it really really does uh bloom yeah. I would say, like, uh, so that when it turns into that sort of molecular slush mm. and sort of, like, goes down through the mud, mm. you know, which is kind of, you know, full of worms, mm. fat with, like, uh, <laughs> just, like, loads of very fat worms. Yeah. Because this water was killing people in grave water. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, Who put it at the top of the hill? Damn. Well, that's where the parish was. Mm. Which is interesting, isn't it? Where where um, Thingy was working. So Paddy. was he Protestant? You'd know about this kind of stuff because you're into all these divisions of like different faiths and stuff. Because you're a bit like um, he must have been. Mm. So let's say yeah. It doesn't matter to me. It's all just Christianity to me. Yeah. And it's all just Ireland. This is what I mean, like about how why why like why the guardian was saying that thing in that review about me was uh, like uh, you know like i'm able to just kind of like break them kind of barriers you know that people yeah, you're, you're people not, give a shit about but i don't 
it's it's not weighing you down, is it? Like no. a lot of other people to just have to, yeah. have to. You're not even you're not even crossing that bridge. Well, yeah, I look at the bridge and I talk about it, and I ask someone like, "Well, what's what's on either side, and yeah. why?" And, and then, then like just... when they tell me, I'm, I forget. But I, I walk on both sides, thanks. Yeah. So he's moved over here, well, to Haworth, to Gravewater. Yeah. For what reason? Because he's got a job there. Like yeah. no one else will take it. So like he was just sent to go there, but like you know everyone sort of you know no one else wanted to do it. So we've not had a priest there for a while. Yeah. Um, at some point around this point, he, he met Catherine. Mm. You know, like he got saucy with her apparently. Saucy Pat. Saucy Pat. And so when he got there, he, he couldn't really see the fact that like this gravestone was his, his, his graves were outside the parish where he mm. lived. Mm. He just sort of looked out and just saw sort of like a flat greyness yeah <laughs> like and he was like it's just like home yeah even more so yeah it's like an idealized version of ireland and then he was like what's that smell and <laughs> then delicious. like uh, yeah it went all the way down the hill yeah saying hello to everyone you know with his uh, massive collar on yeah. like everyone knew who he was yeah you know because of that saying hello to like the top of people's heads mm. just saying hello to these smudges because yeah. he passed them <laughs> Like everyone, one one thing, he was a man of no divisions as well, mm-hmm. simply because, you know, you couldn't see him. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's yeah, that's the the root of most people's um, prejudices, isn't it? What they can mm. see. If you if you if you if you close your eyes to everything, everything's mm. the same, isn't it? So, if in a post-apocalyptic wasteland, yeah, the one-eyed man is king. <laughs> The non-eyed say. man is king, actually. The non-eyed man. <laughs> yeah, so like... I think a... I've met him as well, <laughs> the non-eyed man. Oh, yeah, where's he about? Yeah, um, mm. I used to work at um, a pub called The Wagon and Horses, which mm. sounds like it'd be in Gravewater. There is one in Gravewater, yeah. yeah. Wagon yeah. and Horses. It might be a chain, actually. Yeah. Yes, but um, mm. I was really uh, tired and ungover, and I was starting my shift. And, um, yeah, it was some, some fella came in and went... Oh, and mm. put his hands on the on the bar, and he had big talons. Mm. And I was like, "Oh Christ!" I was Were like, you working there? Yeah, uh. yeah, I was working behind the bar. And um, and then I looked up and I said, "Like I don't know, like one pound twenty, mate." And I looked mm. up and he had it's no cheap. no eyes, zero eyes. How's that happen? What like did he ever had eyes? Do you think? Yeah, he had like. Um, like sort of recesses in the the skin, where I think there used to be eyes. So not like uh, one of those kind of surgically altered burns victims that has like no, a flap of skin put over where the eyes were. Yeah, well, it didn't look like it had any other injuries. He just didn't have any eyes, and he didn't have like glasses on to cover it like Jeff Lynn. He just had no eyes. If you had no eyes, would you wear glasses for comedy effects? So you look like a muppet. I don't think I'd. Um, you know, a Muppet that's got no eyes, would mm. you try to look like him if you had no eyes? <laughs> um, no, be because, funny, it? because you wouldn't be part of the joke, because you couldn't see it. Yeah, well, you'd, you'd just hear people laughing. Yeah, like, I, suppose, pat- I suppose it's a kinder thing to do, isn't it, than just to go around with your no eye head? Yeah, because you can be blind like Paddy, and yeah. you can still see. Well, yeah, he could. He could. He was partially can, sighted, wasn't he? Yeah, he could sort could, of see like shapes and shadows. Yeah, he could work his way back home and back. Yeah. You know, because uh, he couldn't tell we, what race anyone was or like. And he could touch. But the thing is with like Yorkshire, stroke. everyone's 
sort of got the same voice, really, haven't they? So you couldn't really tell. To an outsider like him, probably, yeah, mostly the same. But you, you've got to remember that, like, if you're partially sighted or blind, then your hearing is much more nuanced. Do you think that's true? Well, yeah, yeah. You know, like, Daredevil can, like, jump around and stuff. Based on hearing. Mm. <laughs> he can hear... Or like when... a bat. Yeah, so Bats. Daredevil can hear when there's, like, a bit of a building that's up. Mm. Mm. So if you're Irish, you can... Um, you can walk mm. and you can sort of see. That's about it. You can talk a lot. You can oh, talk yeah, too much. That yeah. goes without saying. Yeah. If only it did. Yeah, if only that was hindered. Yeah. And Paddy, he would talk a lot. Like He got on best with like uh, blokes, mm. but he got on with women as well, obviously. Mm. I'd say within a few days he was pretty much running the place. Like. Mm. Without really seeing why, yeah, you know, like how it's like a new sheriff, any though, attempt. isn't it? Or just walking into town and yeah, everyone's picking up their behaviour. Yeah, uh, basically, like maybe they didn't really like him, but mm. they were just like, oh, so, you know, like his presence was just, just like, sizing him up. Yeah, like you know, you'd get people being a bit naughty now and again, yeah. but like, and then just seeing what he'd, he'd do about it. You can only be cautious if you see. Like mm. a stranger walking around town, especially an Irish stranger. With a giant collar. With a giant collar and, like, with, like... Funny uh, glasses. With, like, the white stripes playing in the background or something. Yeah. With, like, smoke billowing behind him. Well, that's it. Like, he was kind of cool. Like, yeah. if he would be played by Paddy Considine. Yeah. And uh, when he... The music by the Arctic Monkeys or whoever, or Nick Cave, would stop as soon as he went into a scene where he had to speak dialogue to or someone. Or, like, a fag or something. Yeah. Stop at a cool bit. Yeah. Well, it'd be a pipe as well, wouldn't it? Probably. Mm. He smoked, yeah. 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 And <laughs> he smoked, yeah. Well, it's <laughs> what you're saying about uh, the Irish, about um, their greatest gift. I'm not going to say it's a gift, maybe like a curse, mm. is the talking, the incessant, always talking. I, I, I think my heritage, like the Irish part of my heritage, is I could, I could talk before I could walk. Right. So I think... Could you smoke before you could walk as well? Yeah, and I yeah. did. Yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's... I think that's... Well, I, sort of... that's the thing with the other part of my heritage is I, I, it was the first thing I did mm. was smoke because as um, when you're born as a Rastafarian, they blow smoke into your face, don't they? Mm. Mm. So there's that part of my on my mum's side. Well, that's the thing. That's the problem with being, like, sort of dual heritage, I guess, is that you didn't just smoke, like, fags, but you'd be smoking the sort of Jamaican stuff. Yeah. Back then, yeah. no one would be like, uh, you know, the kids at school wouldn't be politically correct no. about pointing out the fact that you were dual heritage because, like, no, it's uh, it's coloured, right? Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's the time, isn't it? It's like we've, we've spoke about other people in the past, and we've used their parlance, which mm. gives us agency to use it as much as we want because yeah. we're talking about it's, a, it's about well, history. What I was going to say is that, like, when uh, you know, like the uh, Brontes were in the um, in the schools, mm. you know, as they were growing up, like Maria, you know, didn't last long. No, 
but she, so she she was the first to pop on. Yeah, but like everyone in town, like the other kids were kind of like, "Are oh, you dirty, Paddy? Yeah. Are oh, you dirty, half breed, Paddy? Yeah. You know, half breed." <laughs> Yeah, I can uh, just kind of like, but they were kind of going half oh, breed <coughs> and With cutting the out, and yeah, like coughing out bits of like phlegm, like white stuff that was like stuck and in sort their throat. Of, yeah, they'd have these like big white gobs sort of stuck in their throat that'd yeah. cough up that like, you know, like and then they'd sort of like have like a sort of organ shaped white yeah thing like like basically an inside cast mm. of one of her organs mm. just come out of her mouth okay. as a white ball yeah it's like a kidney just mm. a kidney shaped mouth. thing but it's not the kidney just a cast of the inside of it with like vacuoles mm. sort of carved into it. It just rises back up. Yeah. Because there's parts of it, there's a lot of calcium in dead bodies. Of course there is, yeah. In the bones, They're you all know. bone, aren't they? Yeah. So there's a lot of bone, of course, and the hair keeps growing, which is calcium as well. Mm. So all the calcium's in, in, in the uh, grave water. Yeah. And um, so we were getting like, to, to be honest, like, that's one healthy aspect of it. Yeah. Like, but yeah, if you just have calcium, yeah. You know, you're not going to have, for example, great cognitive skills. And you're not going to live beyond four years old sometimes, no. like, like Maria. poor Maria, yeah. And this is why people love, people like me love the Brontes, is because... What do you love about them the most? The fact that they were in such, like, kind of, like, goth conditions. Mm. You know, like, when you're listening to The Cure... Yeah, like Bar House. Yeah, what do you want to read? Wuthering... Wuthering Heights. Heights. Yeah. Also, a lot of people make the mistake, especially on that forum, like, mm. in actually really caring about, you know, the age difference and who was the oldest, who was the youngest and who wrote what. Mm. Because, really, uh, their writing process was more like a writer's room anyway. Yeah. Like, you know, like, so when you watch Six Feet Under or something... Yeah, or like... You're not going to be like, oh, Ed Balls wrote the episodes. Ed, Ed Balls, the... Ed Balls the, wrote the, the best MP. episode. Yeah, like, isn't that what he's called? The Six Feet Underman, Ed Balls. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. And what about, you know, Bramhall? Bramwell. 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 Bramwell, Bramwell Bronte. It's what they named um, the, um, the apple sauce after, isn't it? Mm. And, uh, yeah, he was a shit stack. Yeah, <laughs> he really was. And he? Um, you could say, like, maybe I could walk into the Bronte's, like, you know, study, mm. like, uh, and two of them would be there. One of them would probably be in Belgium, yeah. you know, if you're thinking of a time frame of how, you know. And, uh, you know, I could maybe go, like, ah, oh, it'd be better if he, like, um, it'd be better if, like, Heathcliff skinned a turtle in that scene. Yeah. And then they'd go, like, that's bloody brilliant, like... Yeah, you, know, you wouldn't get, Bra- you wouldn't get Bramwell saying that. No, Bramwell would walk in and go like, I want some money, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but also delirious on grave water. Mm. So he's permanently... Well, yeah, what did they make the beer with? Everyone in that town was in a, various stages of fever all the time. So yeah. you have like a stage one fever when you're just in bed kind of going, oh, I'm a bit cold. Mm. But it's... 
it's warm outside. Mm. And then you have, like, a stage two fever where, like, you've pissed yourself mm. and you're, like, sweating and you can't move and you're going to die or you think you are. Yeah. And then you get, like, a stage three <coughs> fever, which is what they were in. Yeah. But, like, they learn to live with it, basically. So it's just like, oh, it gives a bit more of that water. Mm. But, like, no, the booze was actually the safest thing to drink because some of it was imported in from Halifax. Mm. Which took a while, like, we had these donkeys to sort of take it there because it was, yeah. like, kind of like... There weren't many trains back then. But the problem is it, you can import mm. what you want, but you're still serving it in the same cups and stuff that it's had grave water in mm. so you're still going to get a bit of that you get a bit of that but not as much but like Bramwell like uh, Bramwell. yeah Bramwell he would be stood out of the edge of grave water mm. however he sees this kind of like you know however he sees it he's sort of like he's he does it every day well every week when they deliver it from Halifax yeah and uh, you know they're coming round the crest of a hill and yeah. uh, they approach uh, I mean we've got this uh, I've got this from a perspective of the actual delivery man so this is what he actually said yeah and he's like pulling along you know not from Bramwell's perspective because no. he wouldn't write it down would he no. and uh, well, is illiterate this guy travelling around the thing is called um, Dougie and uh, he's sort of pulling along his uh, <laughs> pulling along his donkey and yeah. he approaches round the corner and <laughs> and like he sees the sight of uh, what's Bramwell uh, wearing Bramwell what's he wearing He's dressed very well. Yeah, he's in like, like, like a suit of armour. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he thinks he's in a suit of armour. He might as well be, but yeah. he's wearing like his velvet like uh, like coat and tails. Peacoat. Yeah, and like, you know, those like uh, pan- pantaloons with a sort of white socks and um, a child's sort of shoe with like, like a, a buckle. buckle on. Because remember, he's only like about nine or ten around now. <laughs> um so like like everyone starts early, don't yeah. they? Well, the thing is, um, yeah. But nine nine in those times, as as um, you know, well, the as delivery by his mum. How old was the delivery man, Dougie? Ninety years old. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So like, if you lived up the road and you just sort of lived a clean life and got yeah, plenty just of don't walking, live, don't live downwind to fucking sewer. And he didn't ride the donkey, Dougie. No. He just walked with it, like for yeah. like. Maybe about, yeah, it took seven... They only had a delivery every week because it took him seven days to walk for booze too. Yeah. Grave water. He's like one of those swarthy granddads from an Olivia advert. Pretty much, yeah. And he was never sure no. if he could sell it because, you know, maybe everyone would have died by then. Yeah. You know, there's always that risk. Yeah. But, like... Well, he was sort of... He was like... It was just... It was a kindness, wasn't it? You know what I mean? Mm. He's sort of like um, anaesthetising the the uh, criminally insane and terminally ill. He's like one of them helicopters that drops a medical package. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like a, a proto-Red Cross, isn't he? Like, yeah, when you drop a box of condoms yeah. onto um, Ethiopia. He's like a not-racist Salvation Army. Mm. Mm. And probably not actually, like, fiddling anyone. Mm. Like the Salvation Army, mm. do. So, like, uh, he goes around the corner and, and sees rat water, you know, like, uh, the stream of, like, uh, you know, rusted rusted water, mm. you know, sluicing down the hill into this big, you know, slimy puddle. Yeah, with all those um, 
muscle-bound worm fish. Yeah, the uh, the mills are kind of like, you know, pluming up smoke everywhere. You can yeah. see the parish on the top. You yeah. know, you can actually see the graves, you know, like a little skull kind of rolling down. Yeah. Um, and um, and little uh, Bramwell, Bramhall. Yeah. And um, he's sort of like, he waves. I. I like really excited doing that. Yeah, like, like jumping uh, in the air and clicking yeah. his buckled shoes together. And his like his mouth sort of like open and all his teeth kind of showing. And he's going like, "All this was done, but it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, Tell ye the daughter of yon grave water, behold.'" Thy king cometh unto thee, and sitting upon an ass, and a colt which is surely the foal of an ass. Yeah, yeah. so Dougie's just sort of like, oh, here we yeah, go Yeah, what do you do with that? He just goes, oh, you're all right, lad. Mm. <sighs> you know, like, he's really tired. Like, it kind of wakes him up because he's sort of sleepwalking. It's along. quite bracing if someone's screaming that at you on a hill. At 90 years old, and that's like... Uh, one of the strangest things he's heard. But not if you hear it every week. Well, yeah, I think it's more, when you get to that point, it's more like when... Uh, it's more like a punctuation in the middle of, like, uh, your sleep. Mm. It's, but always the same same speech. So he was very good at that one speech. Well, it's actually. well rehearsed, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Well, like, uh, that was his time to perform. And, yeah, Dougie was never really late, to be honest, like... No. You know, he's very much a sort of timed machine. Yeah. And, you know, you just sort of go, oh, yeah, lad, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. I'm OK. And then, like, arrive in town and not rub, like, you wouldn't, wouldn't rub his head like, like no. you do with children because, no. like, uh, you didn't want to... You wouldn't want to catch out, would you? No. But the other, the, the, the workers, you know, in the mills and stuff yeah. were, um, didn't come out and greet the booze, really. No. They would. They didn't have any money. No. Well, they'd be in work as well, wouldn't they? Yeah. And Bramhall never was. No, he didn't need to work, did he? But maybe that was his downfall. Perhaps, yeah, like a good uh, a good day's work would have sorted him out, really. Would have given him some perspective. Mm. Well, he had perspective, all right. Yeah. I, I really, like... Yeah, he was out of his mind all the yeah. time, but, like, you can be too out of your mind that you don't really... You're boring. Yeah. He's actually a very... He was a very boring man. Yeah. A b- boring boy. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the king? Because he's talking about a king. Is, is... Uh, yeah, we can examine it. Yeah. Like, so all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which mm. was spoken by the prophet. It's like trying to... Because Brontes wouldn't write like that, would they? Well, did he... he write this himself? Or... Well, he didn't write it, did he? He just said it. <laughs> yeah. I guess Dougie wrote it, because someone must have written it down. Yeah, Dougie wrote it. Maybe yeah. Dougie got it wrong. Well, it's like the, the last thing Dougie said on his deathbed in sort of like a fever mm. dream, wasn't it? It was so imprinted onto his his mind. Yeah, it's quite sad that he did actually die in grave water in the end. You're Dougie. Mm. Yeah. Like, did you know that? No. Well, you don't know about Dougie, really, like, and... Uh, um, yeah, I'm just learning about yeah, it. Yeah, like... Dougie Dunn. was his surname. Right. Like, yeah, Dunn. Like, yeah, but he called it, some people called him Dunny. Right. And he would, like, uh, one night he was he was getting really ill on the way to Gravewater, you know, like his sort of ankles were collapsing and he was getting a bit late mm. as well. Like, he was late by five minutes. Right. 
And um, you'd think that like Bram, Bramwell, Bramhall would be really, really angry about it, but yeah. like he was staring at some tree bark mm. when he arrived. Yeah. And then he looked over, and then like uh, you know, like this guy started stumbling a bit, and he started going like, uh, "All this was done." And then like the guy fell over, and he was just kind of watching. Yeah. And then he but and he's like. Went like that. It might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet. And then he was just like this guy. He's not getting up, like. But then he sort of carries on anyway. Yeah. And uh, and the guy's kind of stumbling along, mm. you know, like kind of like the donkeys overturning and sort of going. Yeah. And then like uh, Bramhall's like, "Tell ye the daughter of yon grave water, behold, thy king cometh unto thee." And uh, yeah, the um. Like he's sort of like going like, oh, help me, oh, please, boy, please, please, boring boy, <laughs> <laughs> and like kind of like pulling himself along the kind of like smushy soil, yeah, and um, like um, he's he sort of like stops and like mm. and sort of you know thinks like this is it. Mm, I'm dead. I'm done I'm, for. I'm done for. I'm gonna be dead I'm now. I'm Dougie done for. Dougie done for. And um, I think he's walking closer, Bramall. Bramwell. Bramwell. And just like walking up to him, going like, and sitting upon an ass and a colt, which is surely the foal of an ass. Mm. And then, like, he just sort of looks down and he's, like, you know, like... He's like, expecting him to go, here you go, son, here's the booze. Yeah, he's just kind of, like... And then he repeats it again. Yeah. You know, just keeps shouting it at him. Yeah, yeah. And Jumping up and down on the spot. Yeah, really angry, like, all of a sudden, like... Yeah, it's like... Um, or, like, doing it to try to, you know, rescue a friend more than anything. He's angry with life. Mm. It's like when a pet dies or something of a vet, really. Yeah, or you die in front of a pet. Yeah, know what a pet would do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, come on, it's come time on, for walkies. Oh, right first time, come yeah. on. Get up. You all right, come on. Oh, no. Why are you, why are you blowing bubbles in your in your porridge? No, maybe if I give you a cuddle, it'll make it all better. Yeah. Might just, like, wipe my erection on your back anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so Dougie's dead. He's, yeah. So um, then what becomes of Bramwell? Because that's the only sort of routine he's got, really. Well, they take, well, Bramwell, Bramwell just sort of, they Bramwell. get another man to sort of deliver it, hmm. uh, I imagine. Because you can't, you, you know, they're making money off it because they, um, you know, they're getting paid to do it. So you just have to do the job interview to get another delivery man. Right. Whereas, like, uh, Dougie Dunn's sort of buried up in the cemetery hmm. on a, in a flat grave. And, um,. Just like, uh, just with like a, a plank of wood over him, basically, mm. is what his grave is. Mm. And um, no gravestone. No, no, just like just Dougie Dunn written on a plank of wood. <laughs> and um, and he, he became part of a like uh, part of a grave water. Yeah. So like, I suppose he became a part of like, uh, well, everyone eventually yeah. in in grave water. Mm. Well, that's what that. Um that, do you remember? Um, oh, what's what's the name? There's Romeo and um, Lisa Mafia, and mm. they've got that song. Uh, it's all gravy. That's what mm. that's about. Mm. And um, if you think about it, what's the last 
uh, lyric in that song. What is it? Romeo Dunn. Oh, yeah. That's what that's about. Yeah. Well, it's nice, isn't it? Like, yeah. It's remembered. Like, all gravy, thought, all gravy is about the grave water. It just goes to show, like, what a reach they have, like, and an influence on sort of modern it's, musicians. It's yeah. amazing, well, it's, really. Melissa Mafia and Romeo are both from Yorkshire, the third mm. generation Yorkshire. Second generation. Sorry, yeah, second generation. Yeah, you can't Yorkshire. get third generation. Yeah. Can't. Well, you can, you can but because they're younger difficult. than you. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Vote, yeah, because life expectancy has shot up. Yeah. Over the last 200 years. Yeah, since they stopped building towns beneath graveyards, I suppose. Around 1989? Yeah. I think that was, yeah. yeah. In everywhere apart from uh, Doncaster, which has gone, gone further but, down. But um, only one... It wouldn't be a whole town built no. on there. No. It's more like just, like, a suburb. Yeah. Like, Gravewater's not a town, is it? No. It's a hamlet. And uh, the richest person there, clearly... Paddy. Um, Irish punts that he's brought over with him, money, mm. which are worth they're not they're worthless, but he's got so many of them. This is why, like, um, I don't know. What do you know about the uh, the girls? Oh yeah, I forgot about them. Mm. <laughs> so <laughs> there's Charlotte, mm. Emily, and Anne. Yeah, and correct. Yeah, and obviously Charlotte's the most um, well-travelled because mm. she she, uh, she got about a bit. So she she um, moved to Belgium for a bit. Yeah, she... Basically, she had a friend, one of her sort of mates, because mm. they, they went to a lot of schools Yeah, uh, as they were growing up, but they got kicked out of a lot of schools, yeah. you know, because, like, uh, they just wanted to stay at home, really, and write, mm. right, mm. which is lovely, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, one that, of her mates went to Belgium and yeah. sent her loads of letters saying, like, ah, oh, you should come round here, mate, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, people uh, do that, though, don't they? Yeah. And then, like, she went to visit for a weekend, she went really. To, uh, Utrecht. Mm-hmm. And, um, is that in Belgium? And, um, yeah, mm. she ended up... Because the thing is with Belgium is they, uh, they colonised the Philippines, didn't they? So they brought mm. all these, like, little fellas over. Mm. Um, to be like like manservants or uh, handmen, as they mm. called them, because they were only like you know as big as like a few hands. Yeah, and Charlotte, she mixed with a lot of like high society people, so she would come across a couple of them. Yeah, um, she thought, oh, I'll have one of them. She was in love with her lecturer. Yeah, because for some reason she signed up for some sort of night class mm-hmm. when she got there. Yeah, like a night class on like how to write a book. I think it's in Belgium. Yeah, yeah, he like, and it was in English because mm. they sort of trap the tourists with that kind of yeah. stuff. So there's this kind of Belgian bloke who's only like ten years older than her. Mm. He's doing these night classes, like like giving her a finger now and again and all that sort yeah. of stuff. You know, like kind of just like <clears throat> he was doing it with all the women. You know, he was doing night. He only he only did night classes with like young ladies. Well, that's the the um, 
But he had a part, he had a little belt full of... What's he called? Because I almost got a figure of him. Yeah. What's that guy, little little Philippine guy called? A passepartout. Yeah. yeah. They sell little, like, kind of figures they sell them now in, in, of, in, in the Bronte. In Howarth. Yeah, yeah. 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 What was Gravewater? Yeah, they don't call it Gravewater. No, anymore. it's insult. You don't go there and call it Gravewater. You get like stabbed. Yeah, it's like it's like calling Salford like uh, Scab Hill, isn't it? Mm. Which it was. That's yeah, what it used to that's be what it used to be yeah. called. Because yeah. that's all, all the people that um, weren't part of a uh, a union mm. used to just go to the mills there and work there. That's why it's yeah. called Scab Hill. Because it was just like where all the scabs hung out. Yeah, <laughs> that's why there's no sort of like. It's such a it's such a swing um, city. That's in the sort of genealogy of like Salford people, though. Yeah. I think is that you can't really count them to like do turn up. Yeah, there's no depth of thought to anything. We'll just, oh, we'll just do mm. that now. Yeah, and like uh, I think it's a sad state of affairs, really. That you start with uh, the Brontes in in West Yorkshire. Yeah. You go a little bit like more west the modern thought process is now just john cooper clark yeah i it's not even worth talking about well that's what you get when you have three or four generations of drinking grave water that's what happens a a bunch of scabs yeah Uh, up up the road up the road scab town yeah scab hill scab hill so that's like um they make jokes about that in grave water as well yeah that's why the uh lancashire rose is red as well did you know, though, people used to have to escape to Scabill, you know, like when you were escaping from, like, um, concentration camps in Germany? <laughs> yeah. Like, like back Colbert's. then, the mills, you lived in the mills, yeah. so to be a scab, you'd have to actually, like, escape to another mill. Yeah. So that's what scab means, right? <laughs> yeah. What's the other one? What does it mean when you don't want to go? When you don't want to escape? Yeah. That's uh, that's being a scab, innit? When you don't what what's it called when you want to escape? Where do they go? Uh, the ones who'd escaped from a mill. Was there like a little campsite where you had like all the men who'd escaped? <laughs> yeah. like, like was that? It's called uh, was well, that? That's what, Swinton. Chicken in my chicken soup has now devolved to chicken gloop and chicken ill is miles of suburbs and all the bricks are chicken nuggets. The gravy in my KFC is made of half of Kestrel tea. The gut is rendered fucking ill, living on this chicken ill, chicken ill, chicken ill, living on this chicken ill, chicken ill, chicken ill, living on this chicken ill. Uh, well, back to Belgium. The problem with being a Bronte is uh, even if you go all the way to Belgium, uh, Gravewater's dragging you back. You know, you are where you're from. Well, you're already infected as well. Yeah, so imagine, like, being Charlotte Bronte, like, um, like quite a feverish person just mm. because of, like, you know, circumstances arriving. Well, the long journey back then as well would have been, must have taken a couple of months. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> when you finally get there and you see some buildings uh, and you come back a worse writer yeah. as well, so she has to unlearn all of that. Yeah. And she's got a tiny little man with her. <laughs> yeah. Um, who's sort of like, you know, wondering where he's going next. Yeah, it's new. What, and he arrives at Gravewater and it's like entering Dante's Inferno. <laughs> yeah, he's doomed, isn't he? Yeah, it's just like, what the... You know, you've got, like, uh, Bramall stood at the gates. It's like, like taking a toddler to the White Hotel, isn't it? It's just... It's, well, why mm. would you do that? It's cruel. 
The White Hotel, which is in Manchester City Centre and is run by... It's in, um, it's in uh, Scab Hill. Uh, do you know they have really shit bands there as well? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what did, uh, what did Anne and Emily make of um, Charlotte arriving back with this little, little fella? Um, they were amazed, really, yeah. as you would be, because they'd never seen anyone... Because they, they love telling stories about, you know, far-off places. Mm. Uh, how did she convince, you know, him to come along? Did she just buy him or something? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. So, I know that on so the before journey... she was before she was swindled out of all of that money by that Belgian fella, mm. she, she saw... One of the first things she noticed when she started going to these high-society do's mm. is there's all these little... Um, and to her, they looked identical, all these little mm. Filipino fellas, like, carrying trays around on their heads mm. at these parties. Um, and they, they'd have, like, volivants on the trays. Mm. And um, she misheard someone saying something, and she thought that they were all called Paspatu. Right. So that's what she called him. Because yeah, he couldn't just... speak. Um, mm. He'd... Uh, he just he can't he, speak, no, yeah. No, no, no. Well, I mean, not in any language that she could understand, so to her no, it was like he was... And he was, he's been taught, well, you know, to keep quiet. Yeah. Like when you sex traffic someone, yeah. you just beat them until they're quiet. So yeah. it's slavery, really, isn't it? Yeah, you, you've got to, if you're being smuggled over the border in the boot of a car, you've got to keep your mouth shut, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. And you're not going to kick up a fuss, otherwise they'll, they'll kill all his family. Yeah. Because right. they're dead easy to kill because they're really small as well. Yeah. Oh, God. It's, it's dreadful, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm glad that we don't live in those times anymore. But, no. like, um, so... No, it, but it probably ended up, like, it'd be working in Poundland now, if, it, if that was still a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Would he still have something on his head when he was walking around Poundland? Yeah, like a Poundland baseball cap. <laughs> <laughs> Green with a gold font. Yeah, just a logo. <laughs> just a big logo Pound on stretcher. his head. But he'd be getting paid £2 an hour, probably. Yeah. Well, so at least he was getting paid. Yeah, yeah. And he, but he wouldn't have a home to go to, really. He'd just have a brothel. <laughs> yeah. No, he'd just have, like, a like a Wendy house that he'd bought from Poundland. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, like... Yeah, so, on the journey back, you know, like, Charlotte was telling him all about it, her sisters, like, yeah. oh, you're going to love him. Mm-hmm. And she'd do that up to his face, you know, yeah. like kind of like get a nose against rub his noses. nose and rub noses with yeah, him, yeah. and he'd be kind of going, Ugh. yeah, yeah, you know, like because he wasn't sure what was. He never know. had any affection either, so it's not like that. No, it's a bit weird. Like, yeah. she, and she's massive compared to him. Like, yeah, so she it's had like, a father's um, nose as well. So it's like having a sort of Labrador or having a look of your face when you're waking up. Yeah, um, big slobbering chops. Just like, whoa, and he's big, just like, like, um, like disease-ridden chops. Yeah, like sort of stinky breath, you know, like um, it's yeah, just there was, there not was, through our own fault. And occasionally, like, there was no soft mints back then, was there? Yeah, and like, um, she and he'd never seen anyone like uh, cough up uh, a spleen. Shaped white, like plaster cast of a spleen. plaster cast of yeah. a spleen, but made out of calcium. Before. Yeah, like sort of gelatinous. No, and then when he saw that, he was like, you know, a bit, you know, he's like, uh, what, what have I landed myself into this time? Yeah, <laughs> like an alien world, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Well, every well, ever since he was uh, taken away from his family in the Philippines. Yeah, 
every ever since then, you know, every day has been an adventure, I suppose, after a fashion. You'd call it like fifty-two years a slave. You'd yeah. probably call it. Yeah. Because he was he was getting on, wasn't he? Around the world in eighty years as a slave. Yeah. 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 Around the world in eighty years. As a slave. As a slave. Starring Jackie Chan and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. As, as Charlotte Bronte. <laughs> so yeah, well, you know, if he went along, you know, all these roads, you know, like once they got off the the boat, yeah, and the roads were more uh, wavy than the actual, you know, yeah, he got travel sick, yeah, mm. oh, big time, yeah. So he's used to these, like he's used to fine dining, really, like yeah. you know, like you're eating the uh, eating the bucket of stuff that no one else would eat at the end of the day, yeah, the shells of quail's eggs, yeah. And, uh, yeah, just stuff that they couldn't be asked eating yeah. that had gone to waste, basically. Yeah. And... The fin of a shark fin soup. Then he was getting sick and he was just like... And she was just... She sort of snuggled him up to his chest after he yeah. puked up, going, it's OK, bye. Yeah, I puke uh, too. I puke too all the time. See? Yeah. What? And then, <laughs> yeah. like, pulls out a plastic a cast of a lung. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, he's just like, oh, and he's sort of smooshing his face up against the breasts a bit, yeah. you know, getting himself comfortable, mm. you know, like a, like a cat, you know, with a cushion when yeah. they need, you know, their, yeah, yeah. their paws, yeah, you know, yeah. for ages. And yeah, they really push their luck sometimes as well, don't they? Yeah. Like, they, I think they know, though. Yeah. 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 And he's doing that and she doesn't mind. Mm. Uh, she's getting a bit uncomfortable with him on her chest. And but she's sort of like she doesn't she don't want to move him really. She's like ah, yeah. yeah, like stroking his little like thinning thinning hair. <laughs> and he's like kind of like, and he's still wearing. Well, that's the thing you got to remember as well. Passport who's like about nearly sixty. He's not 50, a young man. Fifty-seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so this is his best day of his life. He's, in he's a has sense, very black sick. but very thin. And lives. Uh, I think the Philippines had like. Um, the way he was brought up was very like kind of lush, yeah, and healthy. Good diet, yeah, lots like of lots seafood. of fruit, yeah, yeah. yeah, lots of fruit. Yeah, uh, whereas like uh, where he was going, dark water. You know, if you <laughs> think about water. it, um, grave water. <laughs> yeah, grave water. He doesn't stand a chance there, no. does he? No. And you know, he sees it, and it's there's no toucans. There's no. There's not even any rich people actually. No. Like you know, at least he got that in Belgium. Mm. Well, you know, it doesn't remind him of home. And all the way, the only word he could understand that she was saying is, I'm taking you home. You know, he understood that, I'm taking yeah. you home now. Oh. And he was like, oh, she's such a nice lady. And that's why he was getting so, oh, you know, yeah, on her yeah. chest. So he thought he was going back to the beach? Yeah, to eat some, like, actual vegetables. and like. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, just have a, have a light tea for tea. Yeah. Just kind of see his mum, maybe, yeah. before she died. Yeah. Like, you know, like all these things he'd been missing. Mm. His tiny mum. Yeah. Oh, she's even smaller than him. Yeah. She is now as well. Yeah. Right. What, now she's dead? Yeah, ashes, probably. <laughs> yeah, because you've got to remember this was like... Just glass in the sand. Yeah. This was like early 19th century, wasn't it? Well, yeah. 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 No, this was late. No, this was only 18... 20... 1847, Yeah, the, ni- yeah. the 19th century. No, mid-19th century. Yeah. All right, yeah. So yeah, so they get back eventually, and he's yeah. he's is he asleep in her in her bosom? So he's not quite 
Well, he's woken up yeah. by. Um, this was done, but it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, "Tell ye, the daughter of yon grave water, behold, thy king cometh unto thee, and sitting upon an ass, and a colt which is surely the foal of an ass." Oh no. <laughs> course he was as as he gets to two miles yeah. away from the from the gates of Greyboar. Yeah, I mean you could cut and paste it in if you like. Yeah. No, I think I think uh. maybe read it again. <laughs> so yeah, he's just woken up all of a sudden yeah. by like, you know, like the brain of a the nine horse year old boy. And a and the nine year old boy. And at first it's muffled, like a kind of, oh, this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, tell ye, the daughter of your grave water, behold, thy kingdom come unto thee, and sitting upon an ass, and a colt which is surely the foal of an ass. And then, um, yeah, he wakes up just going like, and uh, Charlotte's this looking is at not the Philippines. Something's happening. It's all raining and like, you know, like there's thunder outside. And Charlotte's looking out the window going, you, you who, Bramwell. And then like, uh, she's sort of like, and he's sort of running over, sort of trips up yeah. uh, as he does. And then she's sort of like... Um, yeah, because he's got his father's balance, hasn't he? Yeah, and then she forgets all about, like, um, little Philippine man and sort of runs out, what's his name? Parpasnout. 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 You don't pronounce the T on the end. Parpasnout. 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 Yeah. And, um, yeah, she just leaves him on the back seat of this wagon that she's sort of spent, like, loads of her dad's money on. Yeah. And just sort of runs out going, I'm home! Yeah. And then, like... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, like, uh, tits swinging around, and, like, you know, like, uh, dress covered in shit, you know, like, yeah. from uh, the floor as it's sort of, like, thundering down. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and, uh, you know, she sort of helps up uh, Bramall. And uh, they go and get him. They go and get Passport too. Yeah. And yeah, and take him back up the the road and like uh, through the graveyard. Bramall's just kind of like Bramall. he doesn't he doesn't care really like after seeing him because he seemed weird as shit. Yeah, it, it just just through his mm. eyes every day. In fact, like Bramall try is just sort of like doesn't even walk all the way up the hill because no. he's like. He's, he's, he, he wasn't waiting for them. He was waiting for the booze. Yeah. Lorry that's not coming. And then he's sort of like asking for money. <clears throat> yeah. Seeing if there's some cash for either of them have, really. Mm. And um, she bungs him a tenner and then he goes off to buy some heroin. Yeah. So then they have to go up the hill to the... Uh, Past the graveyard. To Bronte Tower. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, Sort of <laughs> hang about in there uh, and meet all the sisters who, yeah. Have, yeah very, I so think, is the dad still alive at this point? Oh yeah, he's always alive. Him yeah. and uh, did he outlive them? Yeah, he yeah. did by by about fifty years, I think, yeah. <laughs> which is bizarre. Just for those, I think that's bad parenting. Stubborn Irish bowels of his. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, he weren't kicking out any balls of calcium. No, no. All he just had was a bit of a sore neck. 
Well, he had potatoes for that. Well, that's it. That's again when I think about my heritage, and we've made this point before about about um, the West Indian race and the Irish. There's mm. a lot of parallels. You know, you've got the the, the potato of mm. Ireland and the plantain of Jamaica. Mm. You know, try and branch out. You try some tuna and sweet corn. It's nice on the on the potato. Don't just eat mm. a potato. Yeah, and like. You, I know the, the the longevity is great, and I think it's because they eat so many raw potatoes and they're full of arsenic. Mm. Which, I think that pickles you, doesn't yeah. it? Well, he was up in his room reading his Bible and all that, yeah. and he was having a feud with a new vicar in town. Oh, yeah. Because he was a pastor, but he had this new vicar who was trying to, like, basically bunk his daughters. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you look at a picture of him, he looks a bit like... Um, Mayor Carcetti. Uh, mixed with Christopher Lee. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, like long fingernails. Yeah, long hair. Long hair. Yeah. And like, not not like a vicar at all, like long beard. So like, like, like a Sauron from Lord yeah, of the Rings. Like someone's put a greyhound in a robe. Mm. Mm. And I don't know what, no one knows where he came from, but he started another, another you know, like a church, mm. a Catholic church. Yeah. Like, and uh, yeah, Paddy doesn't like it. No. And uh, Paddy's gonna like uh, he's 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 at war with him like in that film There Will Be Blood, yeah. Except with no resources to fight over, yeah. Just too weird. Yeah, there's no oil. There's just shitty water, isn't there? There's just people making bad wool. Mm. And like the one good and thing disease. that came out of it was when mm. when because Passport Two, the villagers thought it was mm. very exotic. And his his uh, legacy lives on today. You can actually buy little passepartout two balloons. I said that earlier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And figures. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can buy them of all the slaves, can't you? A lot of them. Yeah. 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 You can get a mandingo one. Yeah. It's huge. <laughs> yeah. Like little passepartout. Yeah. He was like uh, passepartout. You know, he was sort of like, you know, got into this castle, you know, this kind of crap castle. Bronte Tower. Yeah, and just sort of like, oh, it's just like kind of cold. Mm. Just felt very cold. And he just had these two women. He looked just like one of their racist caricatures from yeah. one of their books that they study, mm. that they get to learn from about the outside world in. Yeah. Other than Charlotte, you've got Emily and Anne who are just essentially shut-ins. Yeah. If you'd never left the house, mm. which... Arguably, you don't. You would your idea of other races and other peoples. If you'd never mm. meet them, they, they would be cartoonish and, and yeah, and crude, wouldn't they? And if the outside of your house, as far as you could see, was basically people vomiting blood, yeah. and um, you know calcium deposits. Yeah, like kids coughing up a, a kidney and then kicking and, it. And down the you're road. Uh, and the only person in the house that went outside was like. A freak. Mm. Well, it just—it's it, a bit like Henry VIII, isn't it? It's like you can have as many as many daughters as you want, but you mm. want you want a son, don't you? So Bramall was one he put the money on. Yeah. Like, uh, cause, yeah, sends him to London. He even got him like an exhibition. You know, he put lots of money into this for someone who didn't mm. have a lot, really, mm. despite having like a tower. Yeah. And. It was just nonsense. Like, people thought were drawn in at first because, like, of his kind of glaring gaze. When someone like that does move to London, see, it's all right stumbling around, like, a hillock somewhere, mm. 
having a go at someone bringing beer into town. But then yeah. when you go down to London, at first that seems like a novelty when you're going, yeah. I, am, I, I am Bramwell and I will go to London and I will tell you about the field. <laughs> and that's fine. Mm. But like, but after a while, that's going to wear a bit thin. Mm. You know, if he's coming around to your house at two in the morning and making you watch 90s repeats of Match of the Day. Mm. It's, it's, it's just rude, isn't it? <laughs> and all his relationships, like... Lasted all of ten minutes. Yeah, and, I thought so. And yeah, he did. He didn't even get to like the college that he was meant to go to, or or the exhibition. You know, mm. he got pretty much exiled. You yeah. know, like he offended everyone that he met eventually. Yeah, because he didn't like, have any any sensibilities, did he? Yeah, he's a tall, lanky get. Yeah. But like not long after, like uh, Passepartout was um, was one day like you know like in his cot, you know mm. dressed up as like a little in a little gingham dress and everything like and um, like a sort of dummy in his mouth sleeping, yeah. just kind of like you know like at least he was warm. He thought, yeah. and he didn't really understand why they'd put him in these clothes or what they what they, they even meant. were. Yeah. No, it was just clothes. Yeah. You know, he's used to it now. Didn't care about how he looked. And, um, yeah, so we got him out of that cot. Mm. And that morning, you know, as he was having his hair combed and his, like, uh, blusher put on, mm. um, they got news that Bramall was dead. Oh, how did and he die? It's drink. Yeah. Well, I mean, they all started dying soon after that, even though they were glad he was dead, like... Yeah. Um, like, uh... Anne. Anne... She went off to Scarborough mm. and uh, with Charlotte there as well and mm. this creepy, you know, Christopher Lee priest. Pedo priest. He was sort of, like, lurking around behind the curtain in the hotel room, just, like, Yeah, kind of they do that, don't they? Like, wondering which ones... Because, like, Anne was really ill. Yeah. And they do do that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, he actually, like, had his clothes off under yeah. the curtain... <laughs> Yeah. And then, like, um, well, that's the thing about wearing robes, it isn't a, it? Yeah, if any turned the curtain into a robe, yeah, as he was like, it's hiding the most under naked it, way of dressing, isn't it? Yeah, because you can robe. masturbate under a robe, of course, you can, yeah. That's what and he wasn't really a pedo creep because these women were old aged by that standard. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's not actually after the sex. He's after, like, the prestige of having one of these literary kind of wives. Yeah. And also having one over, like, Paddy. Yeah, yeah. Like, because he's just like that guy, you know, he didn't even see me. Do you know um, what his motto was? Mm. Um, legs, leg, in it. There's a lot of mottos that came up around that time. Yeah. Um, they came up with a few, didn't they, the Brontes? Well, like, this was it. They're looking uh, over the... I mean, they've just been on a big donkey ride, like Charlotte and Anne. Yeah. Uh, the other one had already gone off and died, you know. Emily. Yeah. That's shame, isn't it? But, like, uh, not in a noteworthy way, just of tuberculosis. <laughs> and then to cheer her up, uh, they'd gone up to, like, Scarborough. Right. But, yeah, they're looking out over the, the sea and... Yeah, is she like? Has she got one of those like Jimmy Savile's grave, like on the edge of a cliff? No, it's actually in the middle of a graveyard. Oh right, uh, nearer to the church door, right. which is nice because it means you don't have to walk far. Yeah. You're a ghost. 
Um, Paspipo. No, um... Paspipo. Christopher Lee. What's he yeah. called? Um, you'd have to Google it. Yeah, hang on. Let's just call him Christopher Lee. Yeah, but we should give him give him a name. Mm. Um, Viscount Brown. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now. That's good, isn't it? Viscount. So. Viscount Brown. Passepartout was sort of, um, you know, like in in uh, Charlotte's lap as they sat on the deck chairs, you know, overlooking the sea from a, for, for a window, not for a balcony. Yeah. Just had the window open. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and he was just kind of like... It Is Anne in bed at this point? No, Anne's lying down as well, which is very kind of like, you know, sick. Yeah. And um, she just kind of goes like, Charlotte says to her... Like, um, you'll live, you know, like, uh, otherwise you'll never get a bit of rough again, will you? <laughs> you love a bit of rough, don't you? And that's Come on. That, and that's where that phrase came from. The earliest, you know, historical account of that phrase. Because, like... It's yeah, a very Yorkshire phrase as well, isn't it, when you think about yeah, it? Yeah, a bit of rough. And Because um, the thing is... It's how women talk to one another as it well. It is, and it doesn't yeah. really make sense when you consider mm. the sort of calibre of women you get in Yorkshire. Cause yeah. Because they're rough. No, they're not. Have you found since... In Yorkshire. Since your belated success, you've been getting more attention from women? Yeah. Um, not so much the attack, but I get a lot of messages, uh, sort mm. of like, hi there, I really like... Uh, uh, you know what you've been doing, and yeah. like, and uh, yeah, you, you, your work's really amazing. Mm. Could you reply individually to each one, or do you just have like a a, a template? I have a cut and paste template, yeah. like so. I've got the ones asking, um, you know, questions about my work, and or saying, you know, you're really great, and I've yeah. got like a cut and paste thing to there, and like, you know, and I kind of just delete sir or madam and often put madam or their name yeah if they've left the name if they've left the name well you can normally find the name on facebook if they're messaging you yeah, but sure. sometimes they have a funny name like uh like walt the fuck or something yeah it's all like a like a cowardly anagram of something or, mm. yeah i mean there's some very sweet ones actually sometimes mm. and uh, you ever tempted i mean i might i might have a girlfriend you know yeah yeah like i was um uh, yeah a bit bit young really like but I, I don't know if you're just if you're just friends there's no problem with it is there is it just um, is it just an online thing or have you have you met up not met up yet no but you might i'm considering it because like well i'd like to yeah 
because like apparently she does some really nice cooking. Yeah. Right. Um but she's not really young. She's yeah. like seven young. seventeen. Right. And um yeah, she's she's read my stuff, she's listened to me and like yeah. she's just sort of like She's like, I love your clothes. I love, I love the kind of like you that you're projecting, and not the you that you're, you have underneath. Yeah. You know, like, and I'm like, yeah. Well, it's not all about that, is it? We are who we project, not. Yeah, we are. We are who we say we are. Yeah, that's what's real. Not, yeah. yeah. If you just sort of like, if you just sort of like entrenched in bodily functions. Mm. Yeah, there's just sort of like pelvic people, aren't they? Yeah, muscle men. Yeah. Just not not that they're muscly, just that they're, they're just muscles. Yeah, they're, they're muscle in essence. You know, like them, like little things under it. And Brontes weren't really motivated by sex. No. They were very, very sexual in their work or very, like, yeah. kind of fervent. Yeah. Well, they had their um, father's looks mm. um, facially, mm. but their mother's body, didn't they? So. Yeah, yeah. No one ever goes on about them all the time. No. Like... Well, you'd be surprised on that internet forum. Oh, yeah, I didn't tell you. You know, like, uh, the reason why I replaced all their skulls, their faces with skulls on there and got kicked off was... So, um, what 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 was it again? So, what happened? So, I was doing a reading marathon of all the Bronte's work because I've read most of it, like... But I've not read these short stories. Mm. So, I didn't know whether to intersperse them chronologically or not. And what I did was, like, I... As as the Brontes were dying in my reading order, I'd replace the avatars of their faces in my forum signature mm. with a skull. Right, yeah. So yeah. it'd just be like one down, another down. Yeah. And like everyone, I'd, I'd got and you so only much. had a tiny skull for. Um, the yeah, Marie. Marie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, and the mum. Yeah. There's like a big just, skull at the beginning. But no skull for a dad. So it's just dad's. Just a dad's just ever present at the end. Yeah. Like yeah. In so when you finish, a, yeah, when you finish a reading order, he's still there. You just have like a big green tick over his face. Yeah. <laughs> when you finish. With a thumbs yeah. up. <laughs> and a big collar, obviously, yeah. on it around his neck. Yeah. When what happened? Did the, the, the forum didn't like that? Uh, I mean, I thought my thread on there of this reading thing, you know, I was just reviewing, going yeah. like, oh, this is what's good about this one. One of the this few people on there that. had actually read any of them, I imagine. Yeah, but they're all getting really offended, like, you can't do that, it's disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, I was just like... Um, you know, I tried not... I got kicked off, basically. Yeah. Like, and I didn't... And it made me not want to finish all the books, to be honest, because it... I, I really enjoyed the sense of community of being a fan. It's annoying as well because mm. once you've posted like over ten thousand posts in that forum, you get like Heathcliff status, don't you? Mm. So to lose that and have to start again, yeah, is yeah, well annoying. Yeah, I mean, I, I had the, the sash of Heathcliff, yeah, but I'd not quite worked up to being Heathcliff, right? And um, yeah, I mean, like, cheers. <laughs> yeah. mm. 
That's what I said when they kicked me out. Yeah. I, said, I sent them an email back, you know, like kind of explaining like, you know, basically how much work I'd put in, how yeah. much people had been enjoying my analysis because mm. a lot of them hadn't been, couldn't be asked reading any of it. No. And then I, I quoted loads of figures Mm-hmm. and sales and stuff like yeah. saying that basically I boosted sales of it like kind of quoting all these like kind of numbers and yeah, statistics yeah you had that I remember now you had that bar chart mm. with like each different skull above yeah. the different, yeah, different that sales him, like, yeah. yeah yeah but that's, that's saying which one was sold how else do you keep track because the average person you speak to couldn't I wouldn't be able to tell you which one's which. Exactly, yeah. Which are, like, you know, we're the we're the only people who've done that. And they they would really struggle with even talking about them as individuals, basically. Yeah. That bar chart mm. with skulls and this conversation mm. is the only sort of way you can sort of decipher between Anne mm. and Emily and Charlotte and Marie and Catherine and um And even Bramall and Bram, get Bramwell, mentioned, yeah. really, yeah. Paddy. Yeah. I mean, who cares about Paddy anyway? Like, he didn't care when, like... Because he, he basically is cottage industry of, like, little little writers who's mm. falling apart because yeah. they're all dying. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's refused to, like, up digs and move somewhere nice. No. And uh, Passper's about. Passper too. Yeah. Well, you know, when someone gets married and, like, uh, has a... And they're trying for a baby or something, mm. they sort of forget about their pet dog, don't they? Of course they do, yeah. It's it's the thing that props you up. Yeah. Until you actually commit to a relationship. Yeah. A lot of yeah. with a lot of people. So he sort of just like one day like um, got a heart condition. You know, he was getting up to like um, about fifty nine at this point. Yeah. So he'd been there two years. Yeah. Like it's a long time, really. Yeah, yeah. It felt like a long time anyway with all these. Yeah, people especially dying. in like dog years. Mm. It's ages, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and well they yeah. found him didn't they and um he'd uh, in those two years obviously he was mute apart from the, the sonorous scream mm. um they found him and he'd fell asleep and he'd, he'd got that little you remember the little book oh yeah because he was the only one who could read it other than that yeah he found all their little books but they were they mm. were like life-size to him yeah so he was learning english all that yeah. time well yeah but like their version of english so like all of these sort of um, like these sayings, like these ad hominem sayings, like bit, a bit rough. rough. But those little books weren't uh, normal writing; they were like actually, actually like uh, fantasy sort of novels, you mm-hmm. know, like set in in the world of Gondor. Yeah. Uh, in another world, they had two competing worlds between the brothers and sisters, basically. Yeah. And he was reading the Gondor books, yeah. and uh, so it's just it's just a load of stuff about like. Goblins, sort of like. So like, in his uh, head, he thought, "Why is everyone going on about the Bronte sisters? They just wrote these books about like Gondor." Yeah, like, uh, yeah, basically. I, do you think he knew that they were the Bronte sisters? Um, well, he could hear, so he'd hear people saying that. Yeah, he'd hear the word Bronte. Do you think at this point in his life, you know, like he he knew that he was never going to get home? Or do you think he'd given up hope once he got to, like, Gravewater? Well, it just, you know, it, it, there's no way he could survive there. No. Not with his soft innards. Yeah, so he was ill, wasn't he? Yeah. Very ill. And forgotten most of the time. But, yeah, yeah when they found him dead, mm. asleep, mm. with that book in his hands. Yeah. Like, uh, Charlotte, he, she, you know, she wept. Yeah. 
and it's one of those moments where you know your entire sort of life flashes before your eyes really but like well, something you... so small and childish you could do so long ago the death of a pet you never truly get over it here no <laughs>